but I just want to read this tonight. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, listen, listen, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is my and your spiritual worship. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Your, your body is in that circle. And you have three enemies. Every one of us have three enemies. The world. And the world's battling some of you. The world's coming at you with everything it's got. Now, if you're a Christian tonight and you're in that circle, it's a whole different battle than if you're lost tonight and standing in that circle. And you know tonight. You know tonight whether you're saved or lost. I mean, you know that. There's no doubt, no wondering. You know if you're saved or if you're lost. And if you're saved tonight, God is saying, tonight is the night to present your bodies back to me as a living, living, living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God which is our service, which is our worship to Him. Some of you are, are you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. I mean, there are things in your life this world is throwing at you. Another enemy you have is your flesh. Your flesh. Things that your flesh yearns for that's ungodly thing that your, your flesh ha, is participating in or partaking of and it's just ripping you apart and then the devil is our third enemy he's after you, all the demons of hell are after you, they can't stand what's going on tonight, they can't stand that you chose to leave your home or your place of business and head to this place tonight they can't stand that you didn't find some excuse not to come tonight and you got out of a vehicle and you came into this place tonight. All of hell is after you. The world, the flesh, and the devil. This altar is open. You as a believer need to step out of that circle and just yield yourself afresh in you and come to this altar. And I don't know who, who, who needs to come first. I don't know who that's going to be. And, you're going to have to say, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, and ask the people beside you to let you through. Young, young man, young lady, young person, there's some stuff going on that you need to come to this altar and, and just leave it at the altar. Mom and dad, grandmama, granddaddy, maybe you're a guest tonight. There's something you need to step out of your circle about right now and come to this altar and say, oh, God, here is my life. I am battling the world. I am battling the flesh. I am battling Satan and all of hell.
If there is sin in my life, take it away. I want to be refocused on the cross of Christ. I am ready for that peace that passes all understanding because right now I don't have it. My marriage is not what it ought to be. My work and commitment at work is not what it ought to be. Maybe that's it. Some of you have got things in your life, uh, habits that are absolutely rocking your world. I mean, some of you smoke. You're, you're a Christian and you're smoking. That's a sin unto God. The Bible says anything that I do, anything that you do that harms the temple of God is a sin unto God. That pack of cigarettes, when you pick it up, it doesn't say now, this may cause cancer. This may be hazardous to your health. It says it is. <laughs> Every puff takes a little bit more life from you. I wish my daddy could talk to you. He died of lung cancer. Some of you drink. Alcohol, same thing. Alcohol into your body. I'm telling you, we just get right down to it tonight. Just Let's just get black and white. Some of you need to come to this altar. We don't, we don't know what you're coming for. I don't know what you're coming for. I'm not even looking. But your pastor's here. He'll pray with you. Some of you need to come and say, Pastor, I, I do have habits in my life. I'm telling you, since Saturday through today, I've had individuals tell me, men, I've had men tell me, you're struggling with pornography. Right here. On this piece of property. Maybe that's why you need to get out of your circle. Say, God, I'm just sick and tired of trying to control this on my own. And some of you say, well, you know, I, I, I just can't get out of that right now. I'm just not to that point. Sin is pleasurable for a season. It's going to kill you. The LSD verse in the Bible says, Lust, when lust comes and has conceived, it brings forth sin. Yes. And when sin has finished its work, it brings forth death. D. Lust, sin, and death. What is it you need to bring to this altar? Some of you moms need to come to this altar. There's some stuff in your life. There's some attitudes. There's some habits. There's some actions. There's, there's books you read. Some of you ladies are into these romance novels. And, and you're, you're reading. And that's why you're married. And that's why your relationship with your husband is probably in the shape it's in. You, you're not finding the kind of man you think he ought to be. Guys, same reason for all the mess you and I can get mixed up in causes us to want our wives to be more than who we marry. We want them to be different. We want them to change. That's the world and the flesh and the devil attacking you. Just in the quietness of this hour, we need to say, God, meet me at my point of honesty. Your pastor's here. He'll pray with you. Maybe you want to come as a couple. Just something gnawing at your hearts. You're a leader of this church, and yet you never speak to anybody about Jesus.
You're an elected leader. You're an appointed leader of this church, maybe. And sharing Jesus with someone is the last thing on your list. And I want to tell you, that's sin. I don't believe the number one sin in our Baptist churches is lying or cheating or stealing or pornography or alcohol or smoking or, or not tithing to the church. I believe the number one sin in the believer's life is not sharing Jesus. I'm telling you, it's a sin. It is a sin. You and I have been commanded to go tell the good news to others. And yet we say, well, that's what we pay our pastor to do. That's what we pay our staff to do. No, 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 no. No, no, we, we, we pay our pastors, our staff. We give to them so that they might teach us the Word of God. They are to equip us to do the work of the ministry. And we're not doing it. Some of you men are not doing it. And, and you're broken and you're hurt over that and you know that just get up and come to this altar and say God here I am here I am you're a guest tonight man we, you're welcome here as well some of you senior adults when's the last time you came to this altar and prayed I mean just got before God and said God here I am. If we could just see an awakening in a senior adult group of people at the corner of hope, I'm telling you what, this church would never be the same. We get complacent as we grow older. We get lazier as we grow older. We kind of go through the motions. But let me tell you, to the day we draw our last breath, we must be looking for ways to serve the Lord. And some of you feel sorry for yourself because you keep saying, well, nobody ever comes to see me anymore. Well, how many people have you gone to see? Well, nobody, nobody ever calls me anymore. God, nobody ever calls anymore. Well, let me ask you, how many people do you call? Nobody seems to care anymore. My kids don't care. Nobody seems to care anymore. When's the last time you showed them you cared listen we've got to get serious tonight is a night to do that we are not promised another night and I just pray that you would come and sit on the front pew kneel at these altars as some are right now and just say God here I am adults lead the way young people lead the way somebody lead the way others come your pastor loves you I promise you he will pray with you some of you need to come to him and and you don't have to get into all details but just share with him the need you have you're struggling with something in your life there are attitudes he'll pray with you conflicts at home he will pray with you Just hear God, just hear God, and get out of the circle and be obedient to, to Him.
some of you, your heart's just pounding. Your heart's just about to pound out. And, and you know what God's telling you. Do you know what God may be telling some of you to do? Some of you that sit on the left side of the church maybe need to find somebody that sit on the right side of the church and go over there, put your arm around and say, I am sorry, would you forgive me? <laughs> forgive me for my attitude toward you, some thoughts, some things I've said about you. Some of you over here on the left side need to cross over to the right side of the church and find somebody. somebody some of you know that people are hurting in this church house tonight. And you know some of the pains they're going through. You get out of your circle. Say, God, here I am. Use me. And go to them and say, let's go to that altar. Let's pray through some things. And they're praying about their kids that have gone wayward. Praying about some financial issues. Praying about some health issues. Young people, I want to ask you a question. Every head's bowed, every eye's closed, but what kind of music are you listening to? If I went out into the car you came up in tonight and, and turned that radio, that CD, that plugged your phone into your system of your car, whatever I would hear, what music would I hear? And I know people say, well, Brother Dave, what, you know, that, that doesn't bother me. Well, let me ask you, young person, would Jesus listen to that? Some of you young people, you got things up on the walls at home. You've got some posters up of idols that you identify with. Maybe some lady, young ladies on there, maybe some guys that are up on the walls of your home and you just need to say, God, forgive me. I've put that person before you. And as soon as you get home tonight, you need to take that down off the wall, tear it up, go out in your backyard and sacrifice it to God, set it on fire. Magazines, books in our homes as parents and adults, things that just don't glorify God. I can remember when God got a hold of my heart. I was in high school. I had some paraphernalia in my room, kind of some memories of places I'd been, things I'd done. And boy, God got all over my heart, and I can remember going in there with a paper bag and picking up this item, picking up this item, picking up this item, picking up this memory, picking up this memory, picking up this memory, and putting it in a bag and getting rid of it because it was carrying me back in my memory to a place that I did not need to go. What is it you need to leave at this altar? You come to the altar and just, as several have already come, and just leave it here. And I promise you, you leave it here. You leave that habit here. You leave that attitude here. Some of, you, some of you are missing God's blessings in your giving. Some of, you, some of you have been blessed by the God in heaven with very deep, deep pockets. 
and yet you rob God. And there are people, ministries, church needs that you could bless just by being obedient to God. And some of that's even tithing to this church. Because if you don't tithe, and I, I, you're a good person, and, I, and I, I know you're a good person, but if you're not tithing, you're sinning. To tithe is not a suggestion. It's a not a, if you want to. And some of you this very night need to get out of your circle and say, God, forgive me. I need to give every penny that will be a tithe. And then the scripture says, and give an offering. And then say to God, I'm going to give over and above. There's some people in this community, maybe members of this church that have needs. And you can meet those needs just like that. I mean, immediately you can meet those needs. My wife and I are so blessed. I wish you could meet my wife, Kathy. She'll come one day. Brother Greg has me back again. She'll come with me, maybe. She's at home with her mom, even tonight, just taking care of her mama. 88-year-old mama. As long as Mimi's alive, she's very committed to her Mimi, her mom. But I'm telling you, we, we're so blessed. We, we just love giving stuff, giving things, and giving money away. I'm telling you. You cannot outgive God. There might be somebody in this very room tonight that you know has needs, monetary needs. And before this night is over, you need to seek them out and put some money in their pocket or a check in their hand and bless them. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just thinking of. Wow. What would free you up from being all that God wants you to be? And there have been some people at this altar leaving stuff. I have no idea what you've left, but God does. And God bless you for coming. Thank you for just saying, Lord, here I am. And let me tell you, some of you that are that are here and you're going through some real pressures emotionally may not be marriage pressures like Greg shared but man there's some stuff going on in your life you need tonight to leave it here leave it here I was preaching out in the panhandle several years ago. I think it was a Tuesday night. It was youth night. And we'd had pizza. Those of you that work with students, you know that pizza is anointed. <laughs> when you have pizza for kids, they show up. And that night, the church was full of students just faithful and excited like the students here are. 
And during the invitation, a lot of them came to the altar, just broken before the Lord. And I mean, they were admitting sexual sin, sexual activity, flirting with the same sex. And that's going on today as I came out of Oxford tonight. I saw that on the streets as I came out of Oxford, Ohio tonight. Some of you as young people are courting with ungodliness that's wrecking your life. And, and some of you are, are getting close to that. You see some of your friends. Girls with girls is prominent now. It's unbelievable now. You're seeing it as being okay. I mean, you know, it's just all it is, a thing of the flesh. It has nothing to do. I mean, it's, it's so un-of God. Some of your friends are involved in it, and, and, and you're kind of winking at it right now. And you as Christian young people, you want to say something to them. You want to be a witness to them. And let me tell you, I'm praying that you'll be bold in some way God will speak into your heart so you can speak into their heart directly that Jesus can change their life because they're yielding to sin. The internet is rocking your world. But don't let it rock your world anymore, young person. Make a commitment tonight, no more. And some of you young guys, I, I cannot imagine what you young men go through on campus now in middle school and high school. I mean, I know what it was 45 years ago, 50 years ago, 50 years ago, and 51 and 52 and 53 years ago. Tell them my age, aren't they? I know what I went through. I can't imagine what it is, and I can't imagine the temptations you go through on a date night, on a Friday night after the football game, where everybody goes and what everybody does. I can't imagine what you're going through. Because I know the flesh. I'm as, I'm as much flesh as you are. I know what I struggled with. And the communications and the technology and the awareness and the openness and the freedom of seeing it and hearing it everywhere was just nothing compared to what you're going through. Some of you that are parents tonight, you need to come to this altar and say, God, protect my Susan, protect my Bradley. You might need as a father or mother, go and find your son, your daughter tonight and say, I want to pray with you and just bring them to this altar as a mom and a dad. Or maybe you're a single parent, find your child. Come, let's pray. To, I want to pray for you. Do that, parent. I tell you what, you will make the devil mad tonight if you'll do that. With all boldness, I pray, if you're a mom or dad and your young person is here and you haven't already been to this altar, that you'll step up and step out right now and find that one that God has blessed you with and come to this altar and pray over them and pray for them. For protection, for clarity of mind and decisions that they make, and for you to make a commitment to get them into the Word like never before and to have that time at home of being the spiritual leaders to them that maybe you've not been. And if you have been all of that, then still come and praise the Lord with your child.
Would you do that? Maybe you're a grandparent tonight. Your grandchild is down here. Would you find that grandchild and do the same thing? God said you have not because you ask not. And the reason you don't have a peace is because you've not asked. I tell you, God wants to give you a peace tonight. He wants you to walk out of this place touched and changed. Brother Deacon, when's the last time you came to your pastor told him that you love him and that you're honored to be a deacon and ask him if need be to forgive you for not being a deacon do you know what the word deacon means the word deacon is diakonos and it means a servant of God a servant and as a deacon you come and say pastor I want to be a servant of God in this place help me do that lead me to do that I, I want you to tell me again I want to listen this time and I want to apply because I want this peace that passes all understanding as a deacon I want to deke I want to serve Bible says in Ephesians, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Did, did you hear that? That's good. That's written to Christians. That's written to me, and that's written to you as a Christian. That's not written to lost people. Blessed be the God and the Father, of the Lord Jesus Christ who hath that's past tense when you got saved all of Jesus came into your life you don't get part of Jesus now and part of Jesus later you get him all or you don't get him at all and he hath blessed you and me with all Ooh, I love that word all when I got Jesus, I didn't get part of the blessings. I got all of the spiritual blessings in heavenly places because of Christ. Mm. Wow, I need to live like it. I need to act like it. I need to talk like it. I need to pray like it. I need to share Jesus with others like it. I need to read my Bible as often as I can every day like it. I need to sing praises to God. I, I love, I, I whistle a lot. I, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm a happy person. I, I do have my down times. I have my difficult days and moments. But I'm, I'm just pretty happy most of the time. I, I was out in the foyer last night, or this morning, I guess it was this morning. And I was whistling and didn't even really realize I whistled. Miss, Miss Ruth or Miss Ruby 
that right, Pastor Secretary, she came around the corner. She said something like, boy, it sure is a pretty tune you're whistling. I like what you're whistling, and I didn't even realize it. And I, and I just thought, wow, that's just the happiness and the joy in me. I just expressing it through a whistle. Just happy in Jesus. There are some of you in here, you're not happy in Jesus. You're really struggling with stuff called sin. Miss Bertha Smith used to teach us what sin was. She would spell out the word sin on a chalkboard at that time. She'd write S-I-N. But the I was real big in the middle of that word sin. S and then a big old I and then a little N. S-I-N. And she'd look at a bunch of preacher boys like me and she'd say, What's the problem with sin? What causes sin? And she'd start pointing at us. And she'd look right at us individually and say, Do you have sin in your life? Do you have sin in your life? Young man, do you have sin in your life? And boy, she would stare a hole through us. And tonight, I, I want you to confess. that we are our own problems. People don't make us sin. Things don't make us sin. We choose to sin on our own. Boy, it's been good to Watch what God's done tonight. And I haven't looked up much. I've had my eyes closed most of the time, but it's been so good. But some of you are still hurting. You're still struggling. And Pastor Greg, you, you, you just uh, love your people. And you come and you just share. And I, I, I just think we've just touched the tip tonight what God might want to do even this night let's all stand Marsha's been playing some songs that most of us know have thine own way Lord <laughs> 